Dave had to Google dirt girdle ticks. Dave had to gir- God, gurgle. 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 You got a gurgle turtle dick. No. no. Oh, Dave. Cursed Dave. phrase. Cursed phrase. <laughs> there are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. Ooh. Mm. We are Four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Howdy. Casey. Just Google it. And Juice. Cowabunga. We sound different still because the coronavirus has us recording remotely. We hope that everybody is healthy and safe. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Dave, what's this month's theme? This month is Raspberry Beret. We're looking at movies that have won at least one Razzie Award for worst in their category, <laughs> hoping somebody finds a diamond in the rough. So last week, we watched the worst picture winner and terrifying porno showgirls. Thanks for that. Uh, so what did you bring for us You're this welcome. week, Jay? On this week's episode, Shitty Cinema crawls out of the sewers of New York to watch Michael Bay's 2014 reboot of the beloved 80s cartoon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, starring the Razzie-winning performance of Megan Fox. She won the Razzie for this? Worst Supporting Actress. Okay, guys, before we go any farther, we're going to need to get an elevator pitch. Jay, you got to sell us this movie in about 10 seconds, all right? I'm ready. So, Jay, you're out on a date with this absolutely gorgeous girl, right? Oh, Admittedly, okay, yeah. a little bit crazy, but she has these four... That seems right. Four... She has these four very disturbing turtle friends that are also ninjas, and I think they're teenagers. They were, like, mutated at some point. That's weird. Yeah, I'm not, it is a I little bit. That's strange. What you do for strange pussy, though. I mean, let's be real. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> so as you guys are driving back in her semi-truck, because, of course, she's going to own a semi-truck, you guys get ambushed, and people start shooting at you, right? So you're driving, and you fall off the side of the road, and ah. you fall out of the truck, and the turtles, one of them jumps down to try to save you, and he grabs you by the arm. But that's not how physics works, and your arm rips off. Uh, so you got about 10 seconds before your screaming body hits the ground. Go ahead and sell us this movie. Megan Fox masterfully imitates a block of wood who stalks six-feet-tall anthropomorphic ninja turtles that battle a can opener come to life for the city of New York. Seven seconds. Wow. Well, Casey, I've got news for you because we're also going to need an elevator pitch from you. See, you had hitched a ride a little tipsy, and by a little tipsy, I mean you had that four beers you laid out in the sun for a little bit, and then you crawled into that dark place to go to sleep. Well, that was the back of this trailer that's I'm hauling us. I'm my best Nomi Malone, okay? Ever since I watched Showgirls, I've now committed to a certain lifestyle. I'm and with you, Casey. Titweed. You just woke up, and... This is the bad news. See, the semi is just about to hit a rock, which normally wouldn't be a bad deal, but you're in a Michael Bay movie, and it's just going to oh, explode, which is yes. obviously going to kill you. So and in the Michael. 10 seconds before that smashes in and Michael Bay blows you up, sell us on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One puffy-faced homunculus finds proof of super cancer turtles who fight naughty ninja thugs and debates by the end of the film if she's going to bang the orange one, and we aren't talking about Melania. Ten seconds. On the money, Casey. Fucking well, genius. And I feel like uh, I feel like you nailed it. Naughty Ninja's a new one. I don't think I've seen that video. <laughs> Naughty Ninja Thug. 
after those samples, Dave, why don't you just walk us through the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? Let's go. Okay. Despite being named after the Turtles, this mostly starred Megan Fox as April O'Neil. When she was a kid, April's dad worked for Eric Sachs, who teamed up with Shredder as an evil farmer bro henchman villain for the film. April's dad developed a mutagen that can cure basically anything the movie needs it to cure. <laughs> we, we go full Star Wars and learn that April actually named the Turtles when she visited her dad's lab in this timeline. Daddy O'Neill discovers that Sax is working with Shredder on an evil plot, so the villains kill him and the lab gets burned down to the ground. Fortunately, I feel like that's a terrible parenting move that you let your kid name the lab experiments. That's like oh, absolutely. letting your kid name the fucking farm animals you guys are going to kill and eat. Like, either they're pets or they're not. They can't be both. They can't. That's true. You know what I hey, mean? Hey, baby, like, do you want to come help kill Betsy? <laughs> All right, come on, little Timmy. God has a gun to your head. Do you kill Betsy or do you kill Barney? It's up to you. There's no wrong answers. Fourth of July is coming up. You want hot dogs or burgers? Is that Billy or Betsy today? It's your decision, buddy. All you. You have to choose. (laughs) You know what? I understand people who are vegan for that reason. Like, okay, yeah, no, I get it. Like. Don't try to lie to me and tell me that food tastes better. It doesn't. But if you have a traumatic experience, I can respect that. (laughs) Fortunately, we've got patron St. April O'Neil, who smuggles the turtles out of the lab and dumps them into the sewers because she's a dumb kid and thinks that dumping things in the sewers is helping. (laughs) That's where the poop goes. It's still pollution, you dumb bitch. You can't just pollute the streets with pets. That's abandonment. Fast forward a couple decades, and April's trying to be a serious reporter for Channel 6 News alongside her cameraman, Will Arnett. Uh, Will's character has a name, but it's mostly just Will Arnett doing Will Arnett with a camera, so we're going to call him Will Arnett. Okay, yeah. Despite superficial assignments, April's been trying to break a story on the mysterious Foot Clan and the vigilantes fighting them. She actually witnessed an attack, but her boss, Whoopi Goldberg, doesn't believe her. April finally catches her big break when the Foot Clan attacks a subway station that she's in. She's lucky enough that the vigilantes show up to save the lives of the civilians. April follows the vigilantes to a rooftop where she discovers that they are none other than her childhood pets. But now they're six foot tall and have 40 inch guns. That ain't the only thing that's 40 inches. (laughs) Save it for Casey's Corner. Okay. Apparently this is weird or something because she promptly passes out. The turtles wipe her phone to get rid of any photos she took, and Whoopi Goldberg fires her when she comes back to work, ranting about giant turtles doing ninjutsu in the sewers. Partially because she explains it like a fucking conspiracy theory. So April goes to her old family friend Eric Sachs, the farmer bro villain from the top, and tells him that the turtles have actually survived. (gasps) Sachs gives her an ugly-ass business card with a tracking bug in it and no contact information on it. Patrick Bateman's head would fucking explode. Yeah, he'd hate this. April joins the turtles again and meets their sensei, Splinter, the original pizza rat. Splinter explains that he learned ninjutsu from a trash book and then taught it to the turtles. Oh, that's exactly what the movie tells us, too. You can just learn martial arts from a book that you dig out of the sewers (laughs) and be able to compete with a samurai who's been training his whole life. You know what? That's the magic of PCP, the hallucination. <laughs> I looked at a book. I learned a skill. I beat a master. 
And then I woke up in jail and was told I had sex with a hairspray can and fought a cop and lost. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Cops. I'm going to hold my questions. Anywho, Shredder and Sykes track April back to the hideout, and everyone but April and Raphael are taken hostage. The villains want to use turtle blood to recreate their mutagen. Uh, so the plan is they're going to poison all of New York with a bomb on Sax Tower and then sell that mutagen back as the only cure. Raphael digs himself out of the rubble where he was presumed dead, helps April save Splinter, and then teams up with Will Arnett to rescue the other turtles. So the trio breaks into Sax compound and rescue the other turtles with the power of drugs. Literally, they <laughs> pump them full of adrenaline to bust out of their cages. It's true! Which begs the question... If you have a sedation where you're trying to get people's blood, why do you have a giant button that says inject ste steroids or inject fucking adrenaline? Sax and Shredder have already left to the top of the Sax building where the poison bomb is set to go off. Will Arnett steals a semi for wheels, and after an almost decent chase sequence down a mountain, the turtle crew catches up to the villains at Sax Tower. The turtles face off against Shredder on the roof, now wearing a stupid mecha Shredder outfit with like 30 goddamn swords. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so Power Rangers. <laughs> it really is. It looks like the fucking Power Rangers. April and Will Arnett steal the mutagen back from Sax, and Will Arnett knocks him over the head with a fire extinguisher. Shredder almost beats the turtles until they discover their ninja power is even stronger with the power of family and kick Shredder off the roof of the skyscraper. Uh, I thought it was hopscotch. Oh, yeah, it was the power of hopscotch, not it family. It wasn't family, it was hopscotch. <laughs> that was the final move. <laughs> they called it Bok Bok. <clears throat> April and the turtles shut down the poison bomb with seconds left to spare, saving the day and escaping back to the sewers. The turtles build a turtle van to celebrate, and Shredder stays just alive enough to come back in the sequel. Yeah, is he there had a sequel. There is 2016 oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Is there a third? No, that was the final film of this particular timeline. <laughs> So did this, how many Razzies did this win? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles only won a single Razzie, and that was Megan Fox's performance, but it was nominated for several others. Worst picture, worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, worst director, and worst screenplay. That's, I mean, that's not too shabby. <laughs> nah, it's a, it's a pretty impressive bounty. It was a good year for Michael Bay in the money-making department because this is the same year that one of those uh, Transmorphers movies came out for him. <laughs> Transformers, which also, yeah. Transformers, so, which was also nominated. So uh, Megan Fox's performance in this film definitely gives us good reason to see why she won a Razzie. She is just devoid of emotion through most of it. Like, you can't feel fucking anything. And she's in these horrifying and crazy situations, and really, she's at the center of this movie, right? We, we talk about how she's the worst supporting actress, but really, she's like the central fucking character of this film. Yeah, and almost everyone she shares a scene with is CGI, and she somehow still has <laughs> the least expressive face in the room. Right, yeah! Dave, which would you say is scarier? Megan Fox's Uncanny Valley face? Or the CGI turtle faces. Ooh, oh, that's that's a tough choice. The if turtles I'm are. Even the, if I'm going to even the playing ground, let me state this first: not counting okay. the turtles' human teeth because that does give them an edge yeah. advantage. Yeah, that really puts. Imagine them up the teeth aren't so scary. Yeah, the if teeth you haven't are seen really horrifying. Film, if you haven't seen <clears throat> this 
2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, Google it. Just look at the pictures, watch the trailer, and you'll understand what we're saying. Sorry, Dave, go on. Yeah. It's funny that you say Megan Fox is like the uncanny valley of humans because the turtles in this movie are the uncanny valley of turtles. They're just close enough of the Ninja Turtles from the live action movies that I'm unsettled by the changes they've made. So I'm choosing (laughs) the turtles are worse. I wasn't asked anything about this transformation and I don't appreciate (laughs) surprises like this. Right, like Megan Fox, okay, whatever, that's Megan Fox, but this is both horrifying and shitting on my nostalgia, and that's a bad thing. Wait, why did they try to make them look more like turtles? Like, that was what appealed to me as a kid in 1987, was they didn't, (laughs) they weren't thin-lipped turtles. Like, our brains are, our brains are programmed to not like things like that, because like Komodo dragons and shit killed our ancestors. We don't want... Or like alligators. We don't want thin-lipped, big-teeth things chomping at us and standing taller than us. That's not, uh-uh, no. We like the the goofy, like, puffy, look, they're squishy-looking, almost like a wet doll. I think I could maybe handle this. And, ugh, this one, they're more turtle-like. Is that, is that a complaint? Is that a, is that? And... It's it falls within the per, it falls within the realm of these are complaints that a bunch of 30 something millennials watching a children's movie have, because if we were eight, we wouldn't actually give a bit as much of a shit. You're a millennial. Um, you know what? I'm going to argue that it what I would still complain at eight because I've always had the soul of an entitled old man. And also <laughs> the live action movie upset me when I was a kid. The 19. Oh, yeah. Really? I loved the I, live action movie. Yeah. When I, was a kid. I dealt with it, but I was always uncomfortable. Just like I was very unsettled by Toad in the Super Mario movie where I'm just like, Mm-mm. Ooh, yeah, it's a okay. hard. That one no. was bad. It wasn't as scary as Toad, but still, I was like, Splinter's, yeah. Splinter's the only real one here. That's I'll be honest. I can, I can look at the CGI from this movie the same way I look at, like, old rock and roll. Like, sure, the audio fidelity isn't as good, but we, you know that it was filmed, or when you know it was recorded in the 70s, it gives it some gusto. The fact that this came out in 2014, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like they did half all right with at least the action scenes. You know what? I'm going to say, like, old rock and roll it's helpful if you're on drugs and most likely required for most of it. And this movie would definitely qualify. Okay. I've heard a rumor. Megan Fox was acting in this film. And, like, was her quirky obsession of doing not her job supposed to be cute? Like, she's supposed to be the workout instructor reporter and she's, like, trying to crack Watergate and shit. Like, I know at my job, I'm going to be very upset if the host is not at the host stand and is like, I don't know, getting high in the dish tank. I feel like Megan Fox, I, I'm glad Whoopi Goldberg fired her. That's a good <laughs> okay. boss. Case, you're everywhere gotta, you're not fucking supposed to be and you're never where you're supposed to be. Why are you here? Why do you keep explaining conspiracy theories to Brad in the fucking dish room? She's like a human bird, like flitting around. Casey, you got to be fair to... To Megan Fox, right? April O'Neil is trying to make it and be a serious reporter. She tells us that she went to four years of fucking reporter school not to do this this bullshit. So right, right. she's she's trying to make it. They're trying to show her working from the bottom up. Okay, here's the thing, though. Yeah. 
you don't see a prostate doctor going into a dentist office and getting mad when they won't let them do like an oral surgery. Like, yeah, yes, we're Wait. both doctors, but you're supposed to be looking at assholes and balls and I'm <laughs> supposed to be in mouths. Like Wait, you got hired did... <laughs> to do a certain job. You don't get to just pick any job at the fucking company. Hold on. No. Where where do I find the doctor or excuse me, where do I find the dentist that will do a prostate exam with his tongue? Who are prostate <laughs> doctors? Is that e- that's not even a thing I don't think. Yeah, proctologists. Well, okay, all right. Stupid They're not bitch. just prostate no. doctors. No, they Casey, she's doing like... this on her spare time in between the real ones. She's moonlighting in investigative journalism. It's not. You're not doing the job you fucking paid. Like, if you want Whoopi Goldberg's job, shove her down a flight of stairs. That's what you <laughs> learned last week in Showgirls. You, you, you got to kill for the job you want. You're just going out and doing it. Nobody Casey, respects is this, you. Casey, is this the hill you're going to die on? I have a lot right. of hills I'm going to die on. Megan yeah, Fox no, is yeah. a bad journalist. Yeah. Okay. No, she's probably sure. a fine journalist. She's just not good at her fucking job, which is reporting on bird aerobics, which Dave had a fucking bird <laughs> comment for Megan Fox as long as we're plastic surgery shaming her. Dave? What do you say she feel, Dave? Well, now I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make it all mean spirited. I'm not. Megan Fox has bird legs. There. <laughs> there <laughs> are. <laughs> so email Dave at MeganFoxHasBirdLegs.com. <laughs> Pictures buys of that domain. <laughs> I think the reason that we're all so upset. Well, I think one of the reasons we're also upset about Megan Fox in this is that we spend so much time on her and the turtles get no characterization whatsoever in this yes! movie. I could not even focus on which turtle was which. Like, I grew up watching them. Every 30 minutes or so, the movie would realize it had forgotten about the turtles' individual characters and Raphael would just yell at Leonardo. And that was it. There was no other characterization in this fucking movie. Was there any likable turtles? Jay? Did you like any of the turtles? Did you oh, like are you, you trying to are you trying to trigger me? Because no, I don't. I think the turtles were were just one of the worst incarnations of them. But not only were they one of the worst incarnations of them, but as a kid, I had a special affinity for Donatello. He was always my favorite Ooh. character, Tom and he's nerd. one of the, the creator's favorite character. Sure, yeah, he's the nerd. He was a smart one. He still kicked ass. Right? I liked uh, him because he was purple. Yeah. Uh, I'm just in the comics. Shit. I dressed up as Donatello for five years straight for Halloween. <laughs> as and, an and, adult. In the fucking comics, Donatello was the one that kills Shredder. So he's a fucking badass, right? And in this, Donatello was like the whiny, nerdy type with glasses, and he's constantly wearing an electronics backpack, right? In the fucking like comics and the old school ones, he was more like Q and James Bond kind of merged together. And in this, he's just like a uh, kung fu nerd, and it, it doesn't fucking work for me. And it really fucking triggered me. <clears throat> so I mean, there was definitely say... a Donatello tech backpack action figure, though. I'm sure, pretty sure yeah. I owned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I also own that. Uh, they're not the worst looking turtles I've ever seen. That goes strictly to the concert that they put on in 1990. <laughs> in particular, Splinter, who looked like a gerbil that had just started chemo. But otherwise, yeah, they look like nightmares in this. Dave, Dave, Dave. Imagine that one of these CGI turtles comes up and touches your face. Ooh, no, no, don't touch <laughs> me with your scary green fingers. Oh, God. Wait a they minute. Always we need to look get... slightly wet. Can we get back to, I need to, I need to know more information about this concert. Dave, 
you went to the Ninja Turtles concert? I did, yeah. It was presented by Pizza Hut. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming <laughs> out of our shells tour. Advertised a lot in this film as well yeah. as the, the cartoon. Yeah. Also available on VHS. The whole thing's on YouTube. I highly recommend watching it. It's a train wreck. Dave sent me a link of Shredder singing an 80s Splinter. love band. Of <laughs> I'd be better if it's Shredder. <laughs> uh, Everything's better with Shredder. Uh, <laughs> Dave sent me a link from one of these concerts of Splinter singing an 80s love ballad, and it sounds like a drunk guy at a karaoke night in a dive bar bad. And he's, I oh, think, yeah. the he's gerbil, really channeling Springsteen for this. The gerbil with cancer comparison is pretty spot on. I would, I would say, instead of a gerbil, I would say it was one of those animatronic Chuck E. Cheese robots. That it really had the same vibe. It looked like his mask yeah. was either made based on Chuck E. Cheese or from one of the old modes, old molds. But I, I do. What's the name of the track? Hold on. Skipping Stones. I highly Splinter's recommend. Big song. I highly recommend Googling Skipping Stones Splinter <laughs> because you will not be disappointed. This is right now someone's father. And I want to know who's behind that mask. <laughs> the people deserve to know. Who said yes to his singing? Like, I know I can't sing, but I'm also not getting up on stage. <clears throat> Maybe that guy oh. doesn't even supposed to do that. Maybe it was just like the janitor that night. They're like, Richard, sick. Phil, get in there. Okay, if we're going to talk about the concert one quick, I have no segue for this, but it's just something that you need to know about. When Shredder first gets introduced into it while the Turtles are backstage, there's about a five-minute sequence where Shredder is just picking kids out of the audience and roasting them. Like, what? pointing at a little boy, is that your girlfriend? Oh, no, that's your sister? What, you couldn't get a date? Pointing at another kid, <laughs> oh, is that your mom you're with? Would you like a one-way ticket to my Technodrome? <laughs> What? So it's just Shredder in a terrible costume roasting children. All right, back to the movie we watched. What did y'all think of Splinter in this movie? Oh, so I have mixed feelings. Um, I So let me talk about something good that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles does. There is some combat with fucking Splinter where they really take advantage. In, and the makers of this were inspired by movies like Raid the Redemption. So they they had a good thing How in mind. How do you and, know? Huh? How do you know? I read that on the internet. Oh, okay. Which can't lie to me, obviously. So, um, and I'm just going to take that as truth. So, uh, Splinter, my favorite fucking fighting scene with Splinter. I mean, there's some awesome fights against Shredder, but there's one part where he's fighting four guys, and he knocks three of them down, and then throws the fourth one down, jumps on three of them, and alternates punching them while smashing the fourth one down with his fucking tail. And he has his tail wrapped around the guy's neck, and he's just bashing yeah. his head on the pavement. While he plays the other dude's faces like a fucking bongo. It's fantastic. <laughs> he's bouncing it off of the concrete. He just ate half a weed brownie and he's just butt, 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 butt naked beating the it's, shit out of four guys. It's absolutely beautiful. So that's one thing they did well. Dave, what do you think? I, I, I agree. I agree with you. The combat for Splinter was pretty goddamn good. Uh, Tony Shalhoub, as the voice of him, I think does a great job. Yeah, uh, the absolutely. visuals, though, which we unfortunately get some <laughs> close ups of Splinter's face and he's fucking horrifying. He is horrifying. a monster rat. 
Stop. He's also something else that the Ninja Turtles in my heart really makes me angry because in the original Ninja Turtles cartoon, Splinter was a human that had known Shredder for years and got turned into a rat right. thing. And in this, he's a rat that got mutated into a human. And like, it's fine. I'm sure kids don't care. <laughs> but I care, God damn it. It doesn't make it? sense. Wait, How can he know Kung Fu? I'm sorry. He come learned again? it from a trash book. Right. Yeah, he learned it from a trash book. Yeah, in the original, he was a kung fu expert from Japan. Or he was a samurai from Japan that had trained alongside Shredder. Yeah, and that's why they had a rivalry. And that's why it made sense. In this movie, there's no connection between them. He was a rat that hated Shredder, and Shredder didn't like him because he raised the turtles. No, no, they were Nemesis from Japan and then came over, and he got turned into a rat mutant thing, but he was a human first. In this, he's a rat that becomes a human. So then when Shredder walks into the sewers and Splinter's standing there waiting for him with the sword, Shredder squares off against him like, hmm, this is going to be a formidable fight. Why are you scared of a giant rat? Like, right. okay, well, just first shoot of it all, with your sword thing. It's a giant rat. And then secondly, he knew it knew Kung Fu <laughs> because he did that thing because he had like a Fu Manchu beard thing He where he slicked down his mustache, grabbed his goatee and like flipped it like all Kung Fu masters do. Oh, you're that's right. That's like a gang Actually. sign to him, like samurai <laughs> gang sign. So he knew. That's, that's how he knew. If he didn't okay. do that, I would understand your confusion. Yeah, no, See, if I a like rat it. ever did a kung fu if a rat ever did a kung fu mustache flip on me, I am running in the other direction. It's the right. Bach May or Pai May move. Yeah. So I'm also gonna say it's way sadder for him to be a human and then get turned into a rat. I don't I don't like that. That's really depressing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I like it right. better with the rat to human upgrade. Juice I don't know. How how are you feeling about Splinter? Yeah, I really enjoyed like the motif they tried to do with him. But you're right; it was just so disturbing, horrifying. It it almost took away from. And I get it; you you can't really quite get there. Don't give me so many close ups. Then they did so many of just like right into his beady little eyes with a shitty fucking CGI Fu Manchu oh, mustache coming I out. Like, thought- no, don't do that shit if you don't got it. I wasn't horrified by Splinter. I thought of all the CGI abominations, including Megan Fox, that he was the, the <laughs> cutest. And he had the best fight scenes. The only good fight scenes, in my opinion, were the, the two Splinter fight scenes, where he's A, beating the shit out of the turtles, which I love, and then B, <laughs> well, okay, three, beating oh. the shit out of the turtles, then with the henchmen, and then the, the Shredder fight is fine. I mean, Shredder looks goddamn <laughs> ridiculous. He yeah. just looks like a yeah. silver samurai with a bunch of scissor fingers that he can shoot out and then they repel back when he turns on his magnets. But also, you're in a New York City sewer. You're going to get so much more than just your swords (laughs) back. You're, like, going to get a bunch of old nickels. You're going to get... Fucking trash bin. Right. It just... Shit's shrapnel is going to flock towards you. That is a place... Remember, they had a wall of used stereos. You're going to get a bunch of speaker (laughs) covers and shit, dude. The very first time we're introduced to Shredder, which is very on or very early on in the movie, he's tied up on his knees with his hands behind his back, and he starts a fight with one of his henchmen's henchmen, who he who Shredder grabs his fucking arm with his his neck and his head, and then kicks the dude and breaks his fucking neck and murders him, and then just rips the fucking ropes that were tying him and stands off. And in that scene, he is a fucking badass. 
Master Shredder does not need a safe word. That's what I know. Because he's always safe and you never are. Even if he's the <laughs> sub, he's still the dom. Contracts mean nothing. He's the OG Christian Grey. He's going to poop shoot you, Anastasia. He's poop shooting you with his scissor fingers. And he would be the Anastasia in this. He's just the sub that broke the dom. I don't think so. No matter how hard you spank him, he never reacts. You know, Casey, and you mentioned that he kicked three of the sub-henchmen's ass, presumably murdering them, and then he turns and berates those three, like, to the superior, like, hey, you, your guys suck, they need to fucking step their game up. Another one of the guys, they inject, like, this uh, super serum they're gonna spread to fucking kill everybody. They inject that right into one of their guys, just like, oh, look, yep, that's what's gonna happen to everybody. Just to show the fucking turtles. Okay, well, was that necessary just to kill one of your own people? <laughs> yeah, like, if what the guy that I'm like? fighting shows up and is like, what's your evil plan? Number one, don't tell him your whole evil plan. But number two, don't murder one of your henchmen in demonstration of it. <laughs> First, I'm going to really go in the extra mile here. <laughs> and then we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just imagining that, like, you figure he's probably just grabbing whatever henchman's closest to him, right? So, throughout this whole story, if this is something that's happened before, do you think just out of frame there's a bunch of henchmen all slowly trying to just (laughs) circle around each other so that they're not the closest one to the villain? I don't know. If my boss walked in with, like, I don't like nine pair of hedge trimmers glued to his arms. I probably also wouldn't want to stand super close to him, even if I felt he was mentally competent to be leading us. <laughs> you know, like what if he's a hand talker? I don't, but like we said earlier, the toy sales off the chain. I bet he was shiny. Kids love <clears throat> shiny things. They're like raccoons. No. This disappointed me because I I had several suitcases full of Ninja Turtles action figures growing up. Yeah, so okay. me too. The Mecha Shredder kind? looked, oh, every kind. Oh, the suitcases. Yeah, I actually had a Ninja Turtles tiny suitcase, like a little kid's one that you get at the airport, and that's what I kept them all in. Mecha Shredder looked dumb as hell in this, but I figure, okay, at least he makes a cool-looking toy. I looked it up. The Shredder toy for this movie doesn't look like the Mecha Shredder. It just looks like Shredder what? more from the comics than what we saw in this fucking movie. Okay, Seriously? but here's why. Here's why. Shredder had like 16 detachable shooting knives in this film that were like all glued to his arm or whatever that are magnetic. If they made that as a toy, you know they're gonna sell. You know they're gonna sell every knife separate, and they're not gonna be <laughs> magnetic. This is gonna be the most expensive, dangerous Nerf gun war ever. Kids are getting their eyes filleted out. Like, fuck a Lego. Step on a tiny silver knife that flies in the carpet. Like, And this made me, thinking about the toys that could be from this made me think of some of the toys we had as kids. Do you remember those ripcord fairies that were like whirly birds? That yes. Like, they're supposed to be like magical toys for prissy little girls that turn into giant plastic fucking rockets. Sky <laughs> well, dancers. Had, Sky dancers. They had, they had That's what they guy were. version ones, too. They sky had dancers boys and girl version Google, if you don't know what we're talking about, Google sky dancers. Thank us later. Like, do you have a child in your life that isn't yours? Buy this for them and watch the birthday party descend into fucking chaos. Because you immediately <laughs> like, hey, that's cool. 
I'm now going to point it at someone. They were banned <laughs> at my house, but my neighbor that I hung out with all the time, Eric, you know Eric, his little sister had a bunch. And we would just fu- someone would always end up crying. You had about eight minutes <laughs> oh, of yeah. play with those before they got taken away at right. every household. Well, uh, Erica got a scratch cornea. Little Billy chased it right over the stair rail, went down two <laughs> flights. The boy version of those was called Dragonflies with a Z. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, they were incredible. I Again, we we didn't have the luxury of owning them, but I had friends who did. and Those got put away when I came over. <laughs> <laughs> back, back in the day when I watched the cartoon, the Foot Clan were all robots. So mm-hmm. when the Ninja Turtles <laughs> stabbed them with their sighs or like, Knocked him off a cliff. He didn't feel bad. It felt good. They're just robots. Fuck the robot uprising. In this movie, they're humans. And honestly, I think we saw a lot of people die. That's a little... Absolutely. (laughs) That's a little dark for the kids, don't you think? I mean, I don't own any children, but still, it seems a little (laughs) macabre. No? Okay, so Juice earlier talked about some of the on-screen deaths, but there's a lot of deaths that are really implied. Because for one, Leonardo's katanas aren't dull (laughs) we watch him fucking slice a bunch of shit up with it including a pizza recreating the 90s pizza scene where he lands a slice on fucking splinter's head so he is cutting through tons of people in this movie they're all dying there are people that are thrown out of fucking buildings they're all dying yeah casey can i add something of course from personal experience today since I knew we were watching Ninja Turtles, so of course I made pizza for dinner. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like using the pizza cutter, so I used my sharp-ass kitchen scissors, and it was still a bit of work. If he is effortlessly slicing pizza in the air with his katana, and I know I could kill a man with my kitchen scissors, like it's been done before, not by me, obviously, allegedly. <laughs> um, those are sharp-ass katanas. That's a good sword. It's a sharp sword. It is a good sword. <laughs> That's actually not the most interesting thing about that scene, though, because we actually clearly see that this is a Pizza Hut pizza. We see the delivery yeah. box that it came in. So did Pizza Hut deliver them an unsliced pizza? <laughs> they Maybe they asked for it. it. Yeah. yeah. And also, have you ever tried to slice a Pizza Hut pizza? Because it is just wet <clears throat> cardboard with cheese on it. It's okay. just wet. It's wet okay. wood. Follow-up question, then. Does that mean they ordered a pizza from Pizza Hut with delivery instructions, don't slice it, and huck it in the sewers on 14th Street? <laughs> and Pizza Hut did this? Hey, man, I do think that's the weirdest thing that a fucking Pizza Hut driver has seen in the request box. Probably not, no. <laughs> Some delivery driver who got that order and just thought, well, at least if I'm throwing it in the sewers, they can't show me their dicks, so whatever. <laughs> it's prepaid? All right, give it to me. What fight do you think more people died in? The original fight where they were throwing shipping containers on human beings? Okay, or the yeah. car chase scene at the end where they have, like, a mountain in the middle of New York City and they're somehow falling down it. <laughs> well, they, they were like out because they went to some some place. It was uh, at Saks Estate, which was somewhere yeah. outside of New York. Yeah, so, but it leads them right into the heart of New York City instantly. There's no mountain that close to New York City to my 
my knowledge. No, no, no. It leads them into a secret tunnel system. Yeah, it was a shortcut to a tunnel system down the hill. But in that, a lot of people die. They just don't show it because several cars get flipped. I mean, at one point, it looks like Leonardo's legs should get fucking broke because he gets thrown off of the top of the semi at, like, I don't know, 40, 50 miles an hour and fucking smokes a tree with his legs, which causes him to spin around wildly. Megan Fox should have been cut in half by the car door at one point where she flies <laughs> halfway out of it after, like, hitting a tree going 60 going down a mountain. The, the oh, semi yeah. blows through a snowbank, and she's yeah. hanging half out the window taking photos behind her. It should have fucking ripped her right out or fucking killed her. She and they only hit the snowbank because too. Will Arnett's staring at her ass. Yeah. Well, you know. Dave, could you look at her ass over the bird legs? Not her legs, her ass. <clears throat> That's true. That was the for the dad shot of the movie. <laughs> okay, second molehill I have to die on, as Juice pointed out. She is riding her bike around the city in the summer wearing a yellow leather jacket and black leather pants. Ladies and some gentlemen that like to role play as Chris Cornell. If you've (laughs) ever done any kind of physical activity in leather pants, including trying to pull them on, you know it's a fucking (laughs) shit show as soon as you sweat or produce moisture of any kind. Like we pointed out with Hard Ticket to Hawaii and Do or Die, you do have to chinchilla yourself to slide into those fuckers gently. Any kind of moisture means they are part of your body now. Don't forget she's also wearing heels. One scene that is is maybe particularly troubling for Casey. There's a moment after the turtles get caught where Sax is extracting their blood. They're super weak. Raphael and April come in to save them. And the way that they save them is pump them full of adrenaline. One of the side effects we know of getting pumped full of adrenaline is rock-hard boners. Casey, what kind of tunnel did that lead you down? First of all, I just want to thank Jason Statham and the film Crank for helping me achieve my medical degree. Though I'm not licensed (laughs) to practice, I do know a lot of things about adrenaline boners. Secondly, I didn't actually fall down the hole first. Dave did. Dave fell on that sword. He'd rather take a sword than a turtle dick because Dave had to Google turtle dicks. And his reaction was so iconic that I then he He was smart and did safe search on. I was like... If the FBI is watching me, they already got my safe search. I'm not hiding. I'm not hiding from you, okay? <laughs> I'm go- so he like t- like googled what's the what was your exact? What's the yeah. deal with turtle dicks? That was my Google phrase. <laughs> <laughs> and I just googled turtle dicks, and we got the same. So Gizmodo has an article called "The Terrifying Sex Organs of Male Turtles." Thank you, Darren Nash. Nash with an I. I don't know. Fuck your name. Not really. I'm sure you're great. Um, but they have a turtle dick warning. Hey, don't if you're a minor or anyone frightened by the alien peen of vagina cobra in Prometheus, which I don't know what the fuck that is, and I don't want to. <laughs> but, um, if you keep scrolling down, you get to see exactly what a turtle dick looks like, and there's like seven different kinds. They all look like hentai tongue feet coming <laughs> out of their crotch for the most part. That's Some of them terrifying. have the uh, mouth of the predator where it's like four prongs Ooh. that come out. Yeah. I don't let no fuck you. If you're the turtle, you get to have that. What is that of mine latching onto? No, 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 no. There's like drawings. There's one with a heart on it. I hope that's not anatomically <sighs> correct. And all of um, these are terrifyingly huge for their size. 
Oh, like, yeah, imagine, no, no. imagine if you got a boner and you couldn't touch the ground anymore with your feet and you were just stuck on your giant <laughs> erection. Case, you were really disturbed by Michelangelo hitting on April throughout this movie. And you know what? That's fair. But just to give you a little bit of context, uh, during a promotional tour for one of the previous Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movies, the Turtles appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show. Oprah asked them if they ever wished that April had been born a turtle. And Leonardo replied, Mikey's been trying to talk her into an interspecies romance for months. So I don't feel good. <laughs> this was on the Oprah Winfrey show in the 90s. What is my face doing right now? This is real life canon. Yeah, you're dying on the inside from your webcam at the moment. So I guess my only point is the 90s were fucking insane. And capitalism we went a little girls. too wild. We got showgirls, Dave. I think... There's only one question left unasked, and that's... Can a turtle suck its own dick? In <laughs> no, we've answered that, unfortunately. No, do they, though? I don't know if they do. I don't know. Can they suck or can they only bite because they barely have lips? 2014's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot. Dave, would you watch it again? Oh, God. You know... I think I've established over the course of this, I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan as a kid. I went to the fucking concert. I had shit tons of the toys. Mm-hmm. I, I get that this is a kid's movie in 2014, but I still really, really wanted to like this. Even as a terrible movie, I wanted to like this. And even though there is some really awful shit and there's some stuff that I kind of had fun laughing at with you guys today, overall, it's just kind of boring. There's what not was fun? <laughs> yeah. I had fun making fun of Megan Fox with you. I had fun falling down the turtle dick rabbit hole with you. Okay, that was fun. Yeah. But the movie itself, there's just not enough going on to actually make it worth it. I kind of want to watch the sequel to this because that's the one that brings back all of the stuff from the cartoon I wanted. Uh, Krang's in that one. Bebop and Rocksteady are in that <gasps> one. This one they itself- were my two favorite. Yeah, this one itself just doesn't bring back enough of the Ninja Turtles for me to even get the nostalgia kick off of it. So, no, I would not watch this again. And if you're looking for a bad movie to watch, watch the Ninja Turtles concert. The whole thing's on YouTube, and it is just a train wreck waiting to happen. Or watch the video of a turtle having sex with a croc shoe and people laughing at it happening, because that's also great. No. I'll send you a link, Casey. No. I hate both of those things. Juice, how about you? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 2014, produced by Michael Bay. Would you watch it again? Oh, man. You know, we did leave out one great scene. We didn't get to talk about it. We touched on it a little bit. The part where they're driving the truck down the side of the mountain, and the turtles are behind them, sledding on their backs, jumping around, doing flips and shit. Donatello sticks his fucking pole into one of the fucking hoods of the Hummer and flips yeah. that bitch. It was legit. I mean, you want to talk about a good, like, chaser fucking happening scene it was awesome other than that couple of good fight scenes i'm really pissed at you jay because casey spoke to me last week and brought showgirls and then you ruined my fucking childhood with this so no i this is like a video game that i'm glad i played it once i'm not gonna sit down and play it again so no i'm not gonna watch teenage mutant ninja turtles again uh, Casey, how about you? Did you have enough fun watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to watch it again? No. 
more accurately, <laughs> fuck no. This was boring, upsetting, and a waste of everybody's time. The only enjoyable parts were the fights that included Splinter and Tail Fu, honestly, is legendary. Yeah. I don't ever want to hear Jay or Dave bitch about showgirls ever again because I got Jay to admit earlier he would rather sit through showgirls than this fucking film. So, Jay, Jay, spoiler alert, would you watch 2014's Ninja Fucking Turtles again? Turtle dicks, turtle dicks, turtle dicks. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you just you just shoved me under a bus like that. That's, that's rude. All right, so... I, I'm with Dave. I really wanted to like this movie. I was a huge Turtles fan growing up. I had a bunch of... I dressed up like Donatello, who was also my favorite turtle. Part of the reason that I brought 2014's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is because I was hoping to get some fun out of it and have an excuse to watch it. And I really was... It's it's really bad and not in the way that's campy and fun, but bad in the way that bad Michael Bay movies can be, even though he didn't direct this. So, no, no, I'm not going to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again. Yeah. I agree. Well, Cinemites, on that note, the verdict is in. Four out of four of us have agreed to not sit down and watch 2014's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles again. It was a good watch. I'd say give it one watch. If you're a Turtles fan at all, there's a couple of things you might get out of there. Put it on while something else is going on. Anyways, we're going to continue on next week. Uh, Dave... What Razzie winner are you bringing next week? Next week, we are going to 1991. This was a very competitive year for Razzies. Cool as Ice came out. Uh, Nothing but trouble was this year. Kevin Costner starred in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And yet, I am going to take us to the movie that had the closest thing to a sweep that year as possible. With three Razzie wins, including Worst Picture, Bruce Willis's Hudson Hawk. Ooh, I haven't seen this yet. Yeah, I've I really haven't seen this, but I fucking love Kevin Costner, Robin Hood. I have seen that what? film. <laughs> the yeah. movie's trash. Uh, this, at least 30 times. This took worse picture over Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. So, oh, no. I was, loved you... this movie as a kid. I'm really excited to see your guys' <laughs> reaction to it. On that note, let's all go clear our browser histories dump our brains and get ready for next week. Casey, take us out of here. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. And do you have a shitty movie you want to torture us with that may, you know, bring up really questionable Google searches? Uh, hit us up on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Do you want to yell at Jay? Hit him up on Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and that's PPL. Want to help us sound better or buy better equipment that the government can't track our turtle dick searches on? Check out Patreon, float us what you can, and now let's turn out the lights, get hit on by a turtle, hey baby, and Google their parts <laughs> before making any major decisions. Cowabunga! Yes. <laughs>